you know, this is my first time meeting the God, and, you know, it's an honor to the highest level. Um, likewise, God. Likewise. Appreciate that, God. And, um, yeah, man, I mean, honestly, your whole catalog, I know it from top to bottom. Like, I love Illmatic, and it's this incredible piece of art, but I like It Was Written a little better. I think It Was Written was an improvement to Illmatic, and that's just my personal mm -hmm. opinion, like, Thank the way you, I man. love it, because you Thank came you. into it. It was a storyline behind it. It was more like of a, a concept album to me. This is Nas. Growing up in Queensbridge, I never imagined the music I heard blasting at the park would change my life and transform the world. But it did. And I've met a lot of people along the way who feel the same. Take this journey with me to explore how we built the culture and continue to carry on tradition. You're now listening to The Bridge, 50 Years of Hip Hop. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car, Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Hey, this is Minya O, aka Miss Info, co-host of The Bridge, 50 Years of Hip Hop. On this episode, Nas and I speak with Corday. He's one of those rare hip hop artists of the new generation that connects with every kind of fan, from youngins to the old heads. In this conversation, Corday shares about how much Nas has been a part of his path, plus what he thinks the game needs to move forward. You heard it before, that some people are just wise beyond their years. Actually, around the time of my first album, people used to say the same thing about me how my music made them feel like I had an old soul. In today's current hip-hop scene, there are amazing, exciting, diverse artists bringing all types of energy. But one young artist, Corday, is somebody who has embodied the essence of the classic hip-hop sound and made it feel brand new. He's also someone who has thrived in the social media age where artists are truly in control of their own destiny. So you just came back from Africa. Yes, sir. Yep. You just went there for just to chill, just to hang work. out? Like... Yeah. 
really just to to get inspired. I, I never went before. I felt I had to make my expedition, my pilgrimage out there. I feel like going to Africa from anyone with African descent or anybody black, uh, it's like your trip to the Mecca. You know what I'm saying? It's just I feel like it's a necessary thing. And so I had like a week or two open. Not really, but I made it. You know what I'm saying? Like, So I just was like, fuck it. Like, let's go. I took the homies. I was like, yo, let's just go to Africa. And we did it like two days later. And now we're here. I mean, you... you you talk about it like it's just a very nonchalant, normal thing. But I got to say that, and we'll, let's just get this out the way. How old are you? I'm 23. 23. At 23 years old, Nas. When you're like, you know what? I need a break. I'm going to get all the friends together. We're going to go somewhere for the weekend. You're like going to Jamaica. Yeah, Bahamas. You're going to the Bahamas. Yeah. You're going to Miami. Yeah. You're not thinking I'm going to actually go to the place that is the birthplace of all human culture. I'm going to go to the place that's gonna, that inspired people that you can see from space. Nah, not when I was 23. No. If, if it ran across my mind, I still knew I needed to wait. For what? I don't know. You were almost scared to, to go. Yeah, I didn't know nothing about it. Traveling out there. I didn't really dig going to Europe like that. I didn't mm. really dig leaving New York. You didn't want to get out of your comfort zone. Right. How was Ghana? I've never been there. It was it was dope, honestly. Like um like I was able to go through like all different parts. Like I went to the Cape Coast, which is like where the slave castle is and you know, it's where they actually held the captives at that time. So seeing that was like pretty emotional. Um the W. E. B. Du Bois Museum, because you know, he died in Ghana. He ended up moving to Ghana mm-hmm. and he died out there. And um, so that that was super dope. And, you know, the market, I, I'm a big history nerd. I love history. So that was super tight for me. But, you know, just going into the city and just talking to people and, you know, feeling the love, the vibes. I went to the club out there. It was um, it was dope. I loved it. But but yeah, I, I fuck with it. it. It was fire. Were people up on you? Like It just you... depends on the scene. When I was yeah. in the club. Yeah, for sure. Oh, like cool. we was out. It'll be like some people like, oh, shit, like, what the fuck are you doing? And I kind of <laughs> got like a good disguise when I like throw on my do-rag and I tuck in my braids and the mask. I'm usually like able to move maneuver around like easily like that. But as soon as I take the hair out, it's just like done for, yep. you know, but it, it was Worldwide. That, even that was crazy to me. Like, wow, niggas know me in Africa. Like that's how. I was for me my first time in Europe, like going to Paris and, and London. I'm like, we selling our shows in Amsterdam? Like, what the fuck? Like, this hip-hop yeah. shit. That's why I say I don't play about this music shit. This shit done yeah. took me all across the world, dog. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, for real. You're not scared to move. You're not scared to go after your dreams and go out there and do stuff. Because a lot of people that send music, like, I can't say I was just scared. I was just more that I didn't know back then. But you seem like the type of person that's you you're a truth seeker mm-hmm. i'm a truth seeker you know learning about all these things and you know even through your lyrics like um you know i can i perform i don't know if you knew this or not but um i performed i can at my elementary school talent show me and my cousin kari on god i performed i know i can my mom i can call my mom right now I performed I Know I Can. I was probably like in the second grade, I believe, and my cousin Kari performed it with me. 
And uh, he was fucking up. It's a funny story. He fucked up the lyrics. And I like stole <laughs> off on him in the middle of the thing. It was crazy. I, wow. I took this shit serious. Wow. But that, that third verse in particular, like, B, B, before we came to this country, like, we was kings and queens, never porch monkeys. There was empires in Africa called Kush and Timbuktu where every race came to get books. Like, yo, like, nigga, wow. like... I was for eight year old me to like that's that was my education at the time to what be like, all right now what's ten buck two, you know what's right. this and this right. and that so that's what makes you know music you know and particularly yours in in particular like so special like a part of my life you know what I'm saying so it all a combination of all that. these things that's amazing man yo that's amazing for real oh man yo. You got me floating over here, <laughs> Yo, man. That's crazy. It's cool. I'm floating for it's real. It's cool. You know, I think that the reason why a lot of people gravitate towards it that might be old heads, I might consider myself an old head, is because, no. oh, you you know, you seem to reach backwards and forwards at the same time. Right? But there's sometimes friction when a young artist is feels like the expectation to pay homage. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you don't, then you're not respectful of the of the game. Do right? you feel like that ever? Like, because I feel like there's pressure because some of us uh, old heads, we're getting into a thing of we remember these times or this and that. And we're just reminiscing and going so crazy. It's like every generation. Oh, this was so hot. In these days, the Motown generation, y'all had, y'all had to be there and this, that and the other. And then that sometimes could come come off a little strong. If I'm a young guy coming up, I'm like, well, wait, wait a minute, we're here. Yeah. What about us too? Do you ever feel like, because I think that gets lost in translation. I think it feels like we're pushing it on everybody that wasn't there. I think some of us are just celebrating and happy we've seen certain things. Yeah. But it comes off. With a judgment. Yeah. With judgment. Yeah. Because I never wanted to come off, even when I'm going crazy, oh, man, I love the 80s ever. It was, a, you know, but I have these conversations with dudes my age who think the 90s were better than the 80s or they think this era was better. than. So we go at it. Yeah. So but I just hate when it comes off as judgment, yeah. you know, because I got ju- I, I had it from the old school guys when I got in the game. Some of them was like. Hating. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For sure. Not all of them. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. I don't know it's a balance for me in particular. But you you spoke to this on old niggas. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. Yeah, if you can kind of like... Yeah, so for me in particular, I feel right. Again, it's a, I ain't trying to put, be politically correct, but it's a case-by-case case basis, right? So the way I look at it, it's not like one complete answer, but the way I look at it is, say, in whatever profession that you want to get into, if you really, like, I really love this hip-hop shit, I will die about this music shit, like, for real, bro, like... I joke about this. I got my hard drive on me right now. And I'm like, yo, I ain't going to say the joke. It's a dark joke. But um, I say this to say, like, this is my hard drive and, like, my dog. And I love my dog. You know what I'm saying? I'm grabbing that hard drive out of my house, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like On fire? Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. R.I.P. to the dog. R.I.P. to the dog. But I say that to say I really love this music shit. So in... in it's a profession that you're really passionate about and that you love. It's like only natural that you're going to study the predecessors or even, you know, current times and things of that nature. Like, I'm sure you can, you know, you're already a master and you've done your 10,000 hours at your craft, right, at this point. But you probably know about, I'm not an expert on journalism, but you know about Oprah and that's the most head ass, you know, but that's the biggest one, you know, <laughs> yeah. Oprah. Mm-hmm. You know about Oprah and who probably came before her. Same way, like... 
you did the song with Cool G Rap, Fast Life. Yeah. I don't think you, I don't remember you doing any features around that time, but you did the joint in video too. Like, yeah. you did the joint for Cool G Rap, you know, the yeah. same way. Like, I, I feel like I gotta pay homage and acknowledge the ones that I was inspired by, you know, and the ones that inspired me to come up because, like, you know, 10 years from now, seven years from now, if I inspired a kid, you better say that I inspired you, little nigga. You know right, what I'm right, saying? Like, right. I'm not gonna feel like obligated, but it's always dope to hear, you know, the seeds that you planted grow into things. And even more than that, it's just important to do research in whatever career field you want. Like, you wanna be a lawyer, yeah. you gotta know who Johnny Cochran is then. I would hope yeah. you know who the young lawyers now know who Johnny Cochran or know who, um, Thurgood Marshall is and, you know, all of these folks. If you want to be a young exec, you should know who, you know, L.A. Reid is, uh, uh, Barry Gordy, you know. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's, if you really want to be, like, the best at what you do at, at the highest level, you, um, you, you got to do your research. That's real. I think some people, when they're innovating, they feel like the past will hold them back from the future. Right. Like they feel like if I keep listening to the past or if I think about the past or if I'm reading up on the past, I'm not free enough to just move forward and do something completely new because I'm, I know what happened before me. I think that that's actually leaving out tools. Before a show, I listened to Stevie Wonder and, you know, when I was making my last album, I might have told you this over FaceTime. I was listening. to It was written every day like every single day because I feel like the bar of just imagery, storytelling, you know, painting pictures, making a complete body of work and and all of these dope things, I felt like that was like my blueprint of what I wanted to could even hope to make a percentage of, you know? You get the all the knowledge from that. Like it have might have like little secrets in there. Most of like hip hop and music in general is like 80% samples. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's 80% of it is, is just samples. And um, I feel like you can get, like, little gems from there. Like, I, I love watching, like, Michael Jackson interviews and, and Quincy, a, a fellow Virgo. Michael, J I love Michael Jackson shit all the time. Oh, we Virgos. Oh, there it is. Say less. We, there, say, it is. there it is. There it is. We just, we do what we do. Yeah, now nah, Virgos run the world, man. Like, yeah, the Virgo alumni is crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, then where do you see yourself moving forward? Like, what's your future like? Since you already are so knowledgeable and kind of have like this foundation. And lyrical is like. Thank you. So where where do you go from there? You could go you with the do? best of them. I mean, you are, you are in the best category. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people that put themselves there and it's like you got to earn that. And you sure. there, man. I think Appreciate you can that. get it. You could go at it with anybody. Mm. Any one of us, you can get on the track and get, you prove that. Mm. So, I mean, it's all yours, man. I think the lane is open for you. No, thank you, In God. a major way. No, I appreciate that. Yeah, um, that's what I got to take it like. Um, um, and I want to ask you this question, too, because I, I got, you know, my first album and it had, I only got one album out. And, um, you know, it, it, it has success. And obviously it ain't no Illmatic, right? But... How was, like, the pressure of you making It Was Written, you know, after Illmatic was such this, like, like two years in a month at this point, 
And um, like, what did you think going into it? Because like I said, for me personally, I love it was written more than I love Illmatic. And Illmatic is like everything. What was like your thought process going into it was written and things that was happening at the time? I was watching Bad Boy one day and I saw how Puff was putting together this team. Mm. And I felt like I needed a team. <laughs> and I, I I got the track masters. I got Steve Stout. And he was managing them. And he brought them to me. Because I, I told him, he knew what I needed. He knew it. He he saw what was happening. Production uh, uh, on Neomatic, I think, was was great. I mean, I, I mean, I'm so blessed to have had these guys produce for me. Um, and now, yeah, Biggie and Bad Boy. And I was by myself. Mm. So in order to compete, because hip-hop is a competitive sport, in order to compete, I remember Puff wanting to work with me on my second album. And I was like, I was <laughs> super interested, but I was like, I'm still trying to figure it out. But he was moving. Yeah. So now he's like telling me in the club one day, we're going, well, our sound effects going to be louder than yours. Our this is going to be more serious <laughs> than yours. Our that. Talking and that he's shit. talking that shit. And um, because, you know, he wasn't working on it. It's going to have this, going to have that. So I was like, oh, I got to bring it. I got to bring it. So it was a different time. And I was like, all right, cool. Now I got my team, Track Masters, and we had to go in there and put together a record that could compete with the level of intensity coming out of this movement, this whole label was doing. I was really trying to compete with what the whole bad boy machine was doing mm. because they were now running New York. It was, you know, it was Illmatic, you had Wu-Tang, whoever else was doing their thing. But then when that was starting to happen, we all said, this is coming together. This notorious B.I.G. thing, they had the record Juicy. That was on the radio yeah. all day long. It was the song structure was right. Everything, all the little nuances and all the little things he put in there, you like, oh, okay, this one is going to work for this crowd. That line works for that crowd. This line works for that crowd. That flow works for us. The chorus works for everybody. This is how you make records. Yeah. There's one thing to be a nice with the mic, but then we got in here to make records. Mm -hmm. So I had to really, not that Illmatic wasn't records, those were records, but I was looking at them and I said, I gotta, this, they took hip hop to a higher height. Illmatic was acclaimed in the streets and among lots of music lovers, but they were doing what hip hop wasn't doing at the time, which was bringing that superstar shine to it. Mm -hmm. They made a movie. They, they made, made a, a movie. movie. Yeah. 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 So I had to do that. So how do we apply that to right now and what Corday is going through? Maybe it's about analyzing the larger world. You're seeing more of the world. For sure. And so now you're able to see what are the things that inspire. They, you can take inspiration from so many different things. Yeah, for sure. It's not just that one world that you lived in before. You Absolutely. Know? So you've expanded the boundaries. And now how do you incorporate that into album two? Yeah, no, nah, it's funny. My my uh, album two is titled uh, From a Bird's Eye View. So it's essentially, you know, exactly what you're saying. And it's crazy, like literally, like what from top to bottom, how you just explained, like how you was going into is like literally like bar for bar, <laughs> word for word, like exact same scenario like the same what i'm going through like right now like you said like not chasing you know records because when you do that it, it, it is whack you know but letting it naturally come to you and still maintaining your identity and, and your brand and 
and, and just everything, but just one trying to top the first one, but blow that. Like, I specifically could have made my first album better. I could have took off two songs, put an interlude. I know exactly how I could have made it better when I put it out, but I'm like, I want to give myself my second album to be a layup to make it better. You know what I'm saying? So I could have made my first album even doper than what it was, but I was like, Nah, I'm gonna just let this be what it is. Room to grow. For sure. Like spacing everything out. But this one, I'm trying to come for niggas' heads, man. Like that that's my like what you said, that competitive yeah. nature yeah. and spirit. Like I feel like we need that in hip hop now. It ain't like everybody buddy buddy, which is dope and it's all love and we need that to <laughs> we don't need it to be like the nineties, you know what I'm saying? But like still maintain like, you know, it's all love. We all happy for each other. We all like in a blessed position and keeping it going. But I don't really be playing my album for niggas. You know what I'm saying? In a way, just keeping that competitive edge, you know? The same thing what you're saying, like just having that extra fire to like, I want to be the best. You know, I'm not here to just be dope and be a part of it. Like, I want to be the best ever or die trying. Like, I just, I, I, that's my, my ultimate goal and my approach and, and how I'm taking it. And I know like the work ethic it takes, but also like you got to, we artists, you know, I got to feel like why I went to Africa. Like, I'm just in the house, you know, I stay in LA and I live in Calabasas, so I'm like, I don't ever want to become unrelatable. So I'll be having to go back home to the hood all the time and chop it up with the homies or fly to New York randomly, go down south. My little brother, he in uh, high school, I'll be hanging out with him and his little homies. You know what I'm saying? Because they, they got that super, and I know I'm young and shit, but they got that super young nigga energy. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, right, right, It's right. something about the South, man, that I love Atlanta, like... It's something about the South that's just like really special. So I say all these things to say, uh, I just be tr doing random trips. Yeah, I'm happy to hear that, what you said about your second half. You know what caught me? You said, I'm not playing it for niggas. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's when you really focus on it. Like, I'm not playing it for niggas because I'm coming for y'all. Y'all got to know. For sure. I'm not playing with y'all. Like, this ain't a game. This ain't no, hey, come over and let's, uh, you know, let's play my album and fucking, nah. Nah, my nigga, this is that's going down for right. sure. And I'm excited to be here to witness what's about to happen. So nah, I appreciate it's that. It's gonna God. be crazy. I already know. Yeah, yeah nah, no pressure, appreciate but it. yeah, no, nah, <laughs> hey, no, I, I accept it all. Appreciate it. Yeah, no, nah. especially when the Thank first you. one got a Grammy nomination. Like you know, we all wait and we all got to see what's gonna happen. And I think the expectation is is gonna make you really step up. Absolutely. Some people they they shy away from it, but it doesn't seem like you. Mm -mm, I can't. I can't, it's easy, it's easy to shy away from pressure, yeah. you know, but uh, to take the, the role less travel, you know, it's go let, my, my new motto is just like, you know, go legendary or go home, take your ass home. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. On May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. 
They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Sweet Lord, please have mercy. Baby Jesus, please save us. I know I used up my three favors. Back to Santa like a week later. New car, speed racer. Copper crib, need acres. Most of all, we all need prayer. Karma coming, beware. I don't know where I'm going, but I hope I'm on the right path. Life will hit you with a light jack. Well, the other part of it is like if you look at, um, and I'm sure you've seen Belly. Uh, for sure. Right. I was de- I ain't want it for a show. <laughs> right. So Definitely now, a big now you think about Belly. In I ain't want to be uh, head ass and be like, you know, <laughs> but yeah, for sure, <laughs> definitely. Every so, time a nigga go to Africa, they they be like, yo, no, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> for real. When you watch that movie, like, what what were your thoughts? If you can kind of talk about like the cultural, I mean, you know, you're sitting right right here. I don't know if y'all have met before, or whether you talk all the time, but like, do you think about those kind of cultural touch points and the fact that now y'all are peers? Yeah, no, nah, I. One, you know, this is my first time meeting the God, and, you know, it's an honor to the highest level. Um, likewise, God. Likewise. Appreciate that, God. And, um, yeah, man, I mean, honestly, your whole catalog, I know it from top to bottom. Like, I love Illmatic, and it's this incredible piece of art, but I like It Was Written a little better. I think It Was Written was an improvement to Illmatic, and that's just my personal mm-hmm. opinion, like, Thank the way you, I man. love it, because you Thank came you. into it. It was a storyline behind it. It was more like of a, a concept album to me, and I may be wrong, but the the I gave you power when he's talking about the perspective of a gun. I never heard nothing like that before. I love um, the message that with the Sting sample that Juice World ended up using twenty years for you know Lucid Dreams and all of these things. So like I can quote. It was written top to bottom the same way, you know, Illmatic, and same with I Am, same with Godson, same with, you know, Stillmatic, same with, you know, all of that. I'm beyond honored. That's crazy. Because you're the one I look at and say, you know, I don't know if you know, we have this song that Spotify got us to do, of one of my old joints that we flipped, and he went crazy on it. Yeah, and Freddie that. Gibbs is on it. He went crazy, too. And... So we have this now. We have this song. We're linked. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's I, I, someone that I heard, and I said, who is this guy? So then when I heard the old nigga record, yeah. Yeah. I said, Let's go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's it's time for that. And I said, this. I got to keep my eye on him, and nobody else really made me feel that way. It's, mm. to, it's tons of dope guys coming up, women coming up. Both of them are dope. But when somebody makes you see, yo, this guy got something. I mm. wonder if what are you holding back? I wonder if you're holding anything back. I wonder what the struggles are for an artist your age, man. Mm. Like, it's got to be crazy. Yeah, nah, because this whole concept of um, a fame is still new to me, you know? So, like, it's, it's certain ways that you have to maneuver as an artist that, well, that they tell you that you have to maneuver in order to succeed as an artist that goes like so against my morals and the values that I grew up on, you know, like. In what way? Like, let's say um, somebody sent you a record and you didn't want to do it. The artist way is to just like, and, and, and it's also a case by case basis, right? It just depends uh, a bunch, a multitude of factors, right? 
versus you just calling somebody the the, the way the the game almost instructs you is just like no just ghost them you know what I'm saying versus and this might be a bad example but versus the way I was raised like nah have a conversation and just keep it a book like yo I appreciate you uh sending it my way but like that's not my vibe I'm not really feeling you know what I'm saying just like when it's like conflict like the way the game teaches you is just like either avoid it or you know take it to the internet or you know like well my thing is just I just like to keep it on the wraps like it's so many dope experiences and and memories that I've done in my life and that it's not on the internet you know what I'm saying like you ain't even gonna hear but you might hear about it years later you know what I'm saying in the interview or something like that but that's also something else I that's, picked. That's that's real. That's RNS right there. Nah, for real. You know, that's like real people type of energy. Nah, I appreciate that, God. And congratulations on winning the Grammy for Best Out Man. Thank I was you, so man. happy to see that. Like, oh my God. Yes. So congratulations on that. Well I deserved. Think, appreciate that, man. For real. Yeah, it took long enough. Yeah, right, man. <laughs> like for real. It's man. crazy because, you know, I didn't even know that I had no idea. But because it was a surprise, I think the album was a surprise to people that what I would even be working in this time. But the pandemic was like, there's nothing else to do. Yeah, that was that was a surprise, man. That was yeah. crazy. Yeah, that was dope. I love how you had like Dirk on yeah. there. It was just like non-expecting features, but it was dope. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Just super high level. And, and uh, yeah, y'all did that for sure. My guys, I, I know a lot of guys are probably a little younger than me. And, you know, they're around my way, and uh, they play Dirk. So I'm hearing Dirk. Like, I don't All play music. I listen. Everybody else around me plays music. And because I don't really, I can't keep up with everything. So I'm hearing, and that's better because I can hear what everybody else is listening to. And it was always Dirk. Yeah. And and, and, and that's <laughs> what I wanted Dirk. to hear. When we was together, it was always Dirk. And then uh, my man Hit Boy was like, you know, I guess like you said, young nigga energy, he was that, like a little brother to me. Yeah. And he was like, yo, he brought his name up. What about him on this? I'm like, I don't know him. And uh, he said, I'm going to plug y'all up. We spoke and uh dude was like, let's go. So yeah, yeah appreciate that, man. You know, we got to do some more together, man. Absolutely. Yeah. We be I knew that was going to happen. I uh, mean, sure. that's the natural progression I mean, of yeah, things. man. Like, come on. Yeah. Because y'all only had one song and it was kind of like cobbled together. It was yeah. clearly like a... Yeah, it was a, it was an event for Spotify. Yeah. I was super grateful to have that experience to take a song that never got finished and then finish it with him. Yeah. And, and, and bro, uh, I felt like, you know, you know, we doing something different out here. It nah, was for fresh. sure. And it was dope though. It's hard. Like hard, yeah. like yeah. everything. I love how you did the hook too. I loved your part on it. I was like... How do I do it like that? I just got to <laughs> say it like that now. Like, Well, you, know, you can listen to the song and I'll put you on the spot. Life is like a dice game if y'all listening. Yep. That's the mm-hmm. name of the song. Who's a better singer? Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> you guys both do the hook and I don't know. I Come think on, Cordae, he, he had, I had, he had fi- some I had to fire my footing and I, <laughs> I used to go and just try to sing a hook all the time back yeah. in the day. But I, 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 I can't really do it no more. Bro, your joint was like, I said, I got to get like, that. I gotta <laughs> I sound like that. that. Give him some singing lessons. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> he no, did no, on the song. It was there. It was like <laughs> yeah. in his own way, you know? Yeah. But yeah. it's, it's honor, it's honor to, to have, have you, King. Word. No, I appreciate Word. it. I, I'm honored to be here. I appreciate y'all reaching out. This has been super dope. I'm like trying not to fan out and all these things, you know what I'm saying? But this, this, is, this is everything. This is God's work. For real. God's work, man. 
from Spotify. The executive producers are Gina Delvec and Jason Rodriguez, with additional production support from Leslie Guam and Andrea Salenzi. And special thanks to Courtney Holt, Jessica Dow, and everyone at Spotify who helped the bridge come to life. For Mass Appeal, the executive producers are myself, Nas, Peter Bittenbender, Jenya Meggs. Lead producer is Medina Perwana. And associate producer is Serge Jabrija. Our writer is Gabe Alvarez. Samara Langa and Cliff Cristofaro are our editors. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.